Hi, this is Coco and Ellie, and welcome to the Empowerment Encourage podcast. We're two former college athletes who interview professional athletes so that they can inspire others with their stories. For today's episode, Coco had a chance to meet with a very inspiring athlete. During this conversation, he shares how it was to grow up in Serbia and wanting to become a professional football player. He also speaks about how he managed to get past difficulties throughout his career and why it's so important to find happiness in whatever you do. Give it up for Hammarby Football's Vladimir Rodic. Hi Vladimir and uh, thank you for meeting with us today. So to start, like, can you tell us a bit like who you are and uh, what you're doing? I'm a professional football player playing in uh, Hammarby in uh, Sweden, based in Stockholm, and uh, yeah, I've been uh, been uh, playing football uh, all my life and uh, been enjoying it since I was pretty much five years old, maybe something like that. So it was good. So when did you start, and uh, why why did you start playing soccer? Well, football. In the beginning was, um, yeah, I think, you know, when we were kids, you always chase the ball and uh, you, you play in the park. So I was probably like four or five when I, or six maybe when I was playing with uh, friends in the park. And uh, But then I think I was eight where I had my first like official training in the club. Um, and yeah, since then uh, I started with uh, being serious and, uh, you know, training every day and... Uh, you know, having games in the weekend and uh, so on. Um, so yeah, basically, it was uh, chasing, chasing uh, for the ball every day, and uh, that's why I started. I, I loved it. Okay, and uh, you born in Belgrade in Serbia. Yeah. So how was it to grow up in Serbia and to play soccer there? Well, you know, in the nineties, it was uh, you know obviously a little bit uh, tough uh, with <coughs> the situation in the country and uh, everything. So. But you know, I was always trying to, I um, um, say, di- distance myself, and my parents tried to distance me from uh, the things that were happening then, and um, it didn't have such a big influence on me, um, the war and so on. Uh, but you know, it was always in the back of your head, you know, and uh, I think uh, those things made me. Um, stronger in a way and uh, maybe have a little bit more be more hungry and uh, you know more passionate about football and about the game and uh, you know I, I sometimes I think about it and I'm glad in a way that I was growing up in that environment okay. um, that made me stronger that you know maybe the, the man mm-hmm. I am today and when did you know you wanted to be professional did you know like since you were eight and looking at the TV or Looking at like big player, did you know? Yeah, this is what I want to do in my life, or did it come later? Yeah, basically straight away when I started, um, I was always uh, you know looking up to uh, the players, the, the famous big players that were playing football, and uh, you know I was always inspired by them. Uh, back at the time, it was uh, uh, Ronaldo, the Brazilian. Mm. Um, then Ronaldinho came, and you know all of those magnificent players uh, that were playing at that time when I was young. And yeah, I always knew that that's what I want to do for life, um, that I want to be a professional football player. And there's there was no single doubt in my mind that uh, something else is going to happen. Um, my parents, they were uh, always pushing me to 
um, go to school and um, later on go to the college. Um, so I had um, support from my family also in the football, but what I think it's also important that you have an education also uh, besides um, besides sports. Um, so I was I was uh, I was been you know always dealing with those things, uh, but football was primarily my thing. In 2015, then you signed to Malmo, Malmo yeah. FC in Sweden. You refused to go to Atletico Madrid. They wanted to sign you as well, yeah. which is uh, in Spain in the one of the biggest league in Europe. Um, can you tell us about more, like about this choice, and why did you choose Sweden and Malmo and not? I mean, as a young player, I guess Atletico Madrid is something you know. Maybe it was a dream, and and you still say no and prefer to come to Sweden, Malmo. Yeah, well, you know, uh, while I was growing up. I always wanted to play in Europe. I always wanted. I always had this goal in my head where I wanted to go out from Serbia and play in Europe, play on the big stage, so to say. Um, so uh, that the second year that I played in Rad, the second season that I had, um, I did very good. And uh, I, I had an agent at that time where that I was talking to, and uh, I said to him like, I feel that this is the year that you know. Um, I can try something else. I can mm -hmm. go out. I can go to Europe. I can, you know, um, get more serious. Um, and I was so, so to say, I wanted it so much to go out. You know, I was impatient. Um, and then the offer from Atletico Madrid came, um, an official one. But the the tricky part was that um, they were offering a six months loan. Mm. Um, so I can go there and I think the first deal was uh, supposed to be that I would train with them with the first team uh, on Mondays and Tuesdays for, for example the first two okay. three days in the week and then the rest of the days I would train for uh, with uh, the second team and play uh, I believe it's third league of yeah, yeah, uh, Spain uh, for six months and then if I show myself uh, as, a, as a you know as good and uh, they want to sign me then I could sign afterwards okay. um, and obviously when the offer came I was so hyped I you know as you said you know it's a it's a dream to to go and play for such a big club you know at that time uh, I think they were uh, they were top four clubs in in, uh, in uh, Europe yeah. so um, I mean they probably still are yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know I think that year was the year where they played Champions League against Atletico uh, against Real Madrid, Madrid and lost yeah. in the final so that's what I was uh, going to say um, and um, then I as I said I was impatient I wanted to go I, I was uh, so hyped and then I had a talk with my uh, agent and he said you know um, this is good but take it easy uh, we might have something else coming Um, you know, um, but I didn't want to listen, you know, I just yeah. wanted to go because also you had this thing where you want to go from Serbia uh, and play somewhere else. Um, and then there was this moment where he showed me the, um, the data where Atletico Madrid is signing players. So the, I could have seen that in, I don't know how many years in the past, there's only one player that's been Uh, like how do you say 
transform or like yeah. uh, that brought up from the second team to the first team okay. and that played the regularly it was a uh, Koki the captain mm, okay. so and then I thought you know like it's true whenever Atletico wants to bring a player they pay 50 million yeah. you know it's not that like they're kind of bringing players from the youth um, and then Malmo came and uh, I felt that it's better opportunity yeah. it was the Swedish champion uh, you know it was uh, it was a really nice opportunity for me and uh, I took it And obviously, like uh, it was a big year for Malmo, as you had the chance to play Champions League, and the team and you as well, you play really well, so you had the chance to play like uh, the stage qualification. And obviously, it was probably the biggest group in the whole like uh, this year, with like Real Madrid, Shakhtar Donetsk, and uh, and PSG. Yeah. So, can you tell us more about this, like from somebody that come from? Serbia and dream to play like big team and then the first year you sign in like in Europe uh, you have the chance to play in Bernabeu in Madrid against Ronaldo and then PSG with Latin like must be a dream come true yeah definitely uh, uh, I mean it happened so fast for me that uh, you know I've been playing in uh, Serbia in May 2015 and then in uh, in already in September I was playing against PSG in Paris uh, so I tell you that like it happened so quickly and uh, but I was just living in the moment uh, you know focusing on what I need to do um, and uh, you know I had it so much in me you know I yeah. wanted to show people that uh, you know I'm, I'm I'm the right player for for you know because when I came to Sweden I got asked a lot of like what kind of player you are, uh, people don't really know who you are, you know, mm. they didn't really know who I am, um, which is normal, of course. Yeah. Uh, so I wanted to, you know, put myself on the map, show what I can do. Um, and yeah, it was uh, it was really good with uh, reaching Champions League. We, we uh, won against uh, Salzburg and Celtic in the qualification mm. groups. Um, so uh, yeah, it was it was a dream come true for me, definitely. To play in the Champions League and uh, you know to play against players like that and you know to, to compare yourself to their level you know um, you always you always think about playing in the in the biggest divisions and biggest clubs and uh, it was a really nice opportunity to um, compare yourself during that time you also play with the national team of Montenegro mm -hmm. and how was it to play like for a national team and obviously for Montenegro And can you tell us also why did you choose Montenegro and not Serbia as you were born in like Belgrade? Um, well, um, at at that time, I as I said, we're, as we said, uh, I I played in Champions League, and you know I think I've been I've been um, doing good and uh, playing good. What's most important. Um, and I remember I got a I got a call from uh, my agent said that they've been talking with um, there were talks with uh, Montenegro national team uh, they they were interesting of having me in in the, in the squad um, and um, it was really it was really challenging for me and you know also an honor that you know uh, obviously the country where you're not born in uh, but you have Actually, when I was born, it was Serbia and Montenegro, so mm. we were one country, but later on in 2006, we got 
divided. Yeah. yeah, divided. So, um, in that sense, I mean the country where I'm not born in. Uh, when they call you and they say, "Okay, we want you to play for our team," um, so it was uh, it was really it was really um, it was really good feeling and. Uh, yeah, Serbia had uh, some other players in mind, um, which is of course fine. And um, yeah, I saw a chance there, um, and I went for it. And uh, I was happy. I was happy that I that I chose Montenegro. Um, I made five games uh, after you know when I went there. I, I played five games for the national team, and uh, now I haven't been there in a while. But you know, you need to play good, and yeah. you need to put yourself on the map always to uh, to earn the call for the national team. Uh, so I'm hoping that I'm gonna I'm gonna get back there one time. Yeah. Um, so now, as you say before, you're back in Sweden. Um, um, you've been there now almost two years in MRB. Uh, last year you had a really good season individually and also as a team. You almost won the, the title. Um, so how does it feel to be back in Sweden in another club in Stockholm? And also, like, what's like? How do you feel about? training now again and uh, and for the next season coming up well you know after uh, after malma i went a, uh, a little bit outside of uh, sweden uh, i went to turkey and then uh, back on loan six months in uh, um, in uh, serbia <coughs> and then i went to denmark for a year so i've been around and um, you know the journey was uh, the journey was you know good and a lot of new experience um, but I'm really happy that I'm back in Sweden. I like Sweden. Um, you know, Sweden is treating me nicely, <laughs> and uh, I enjoy my time here. Um, and obviously, being in a club like Hammarby that is just rising up at the moment, um, it's fun. It's um, you know, it's a big responsibility as well for you on you as a player. Uh, as you said, we were uh, one point short uh, last year to to win the title. Um, but you know everything is uh, everything is trying. Everybody is trying to be better each day. From the you know the the staff, from the people in the office, the football, us football players, um, and it's you know it's a really nice feeling and it's a really good feeling to be a part of it. Um, so Hammarby has something special also with the fans and um, just embracing it all uh, when I whenever I get the chance and I try to enjoy. Um, you know, just try to uh, enjoy as much as I can. So um, hopefully this year is the year. Okay. So as you say, you're working out. Everybody in the club is working out. And tomorrow you're leaving to Portugal for a training camp. Um, what are did the team already and the coach already talk about the goal for the next season? Or and what about your individual goal? Do you have? individual personal goal that you put yourself and you already know like okay this season this is how many goal I want to do this is how many assists how many game I want to play um, and in the long term as well like what are your goal you know is it to stay playing in Europe obviously as long as you can or what, what are your goal well yeah as you said we tomorrow so we tomorrow we're leaving um, to a training camp in Portugal that we're gonna spend uh, we're gonna spend 12 days over there um, and uh, yeah we've been we've been talking with the coach and also with uh, you know people from the club the sports director and everybody you know we set high goals this year obviously because we have everything we need 
we have good facilities you guys saw it uh, we have good training pitch good clothes so everything that you know you have you have everything that to feel as a you know football player that you can you know give your maximum yeah. um, so uh, obviously the goal the goals are set high you know to winning the league winning the cup um, reaching the group stage of Europa League uh, but you know you need to work hard for it uh, no slacking off um, that's what I learned throughout my throughout my career you need to work hard in order to you know football works like that you work hard for yourself and it's gonna give you know it's gonna come back to you uh, one way or another um, so um, as for the personal goals uh, normally I don't set the goals like I'm gonna score this much I'm gonna assist mm -hmm. that much I just want to be better every single day um, so the goal I would say is to be fit avoid injuries um, stay positive stay happy because that's what's important mm -hmm. and uh, you know give 100% always you know no matter if it's five minutes 55 minutes or 95 minutes you know um, I try to be positive and that energy that I have to you know, uh, spread onto my teammates uh, in in situations on the pitch and on the training or whatever. So uh, I would say those are the goals. All right. So we're really excited to start this season. Yeah, it's uh, you know we came back in from the break in January. It was beginning of January, so we had four weeks uh, four weeks that are behind us of tough trainings. Uh, sometimes three trainings a day. So um, we never been. Uh, never been training that much to be honest mm -hmm. since I came to Hammerby and uh, as I said everybody's trying to be better and so are we uh, football players um, doing our things training hard and uh, it's exciting so first we start with the cup in um, the end of February and then the league comes in April alright so we're looking forward to for sure 100% 100% so you're only 26 years old Uh, looking at your career, is it like one favorite moment that you had in mind? Obviously, we talk a bit about Champions League, but is it another special moment, or is it this one? It's really hard to to uh, just point out one particular moment um, because there's many, especially now in Hungary. Because you know, for me, the the fans are what what makes it even better. You know, and obviously. Uh, when I was in Malmo, the fan base was big um, and the support was good. But when I came to Hammerby, I experienced like another dimension of, you know, having fans behind your back. And uh, it's like 25,000 people, 22 minimum, uh, 22,000 people yeah. each game uh, at home. And they're, they're following you around like wherever you go. Is it Ostersund or is it Malmo? You know, mm -hmm. south, north, east, where it doesn't really matter. They're always there for you. Um, so it's really hard to point out one single moment in my career because um, I had many good ones um, but it, now when you ask me if I have to think about it I said it would be uh, it would probably be the uh, the uh, debut in the Champions League uh, because it was my it was my dream since I was a kid you know standing out on the pitch and hearing the Champions League anthem Uh, that was something that I've I've been you know dreaming about and when it happened it's wow it's just an unbelievable feeling um, something that I never felt before so uh, hopefully we're gonna bring Champions League to uh, 
the the, the new Soder Stadion and uh, <laughs> in in a couple of years and uh, I can live that dream again. Yeah. So we we hope that you live that dream again and I also we wish you the best. Thank you. you. Know? <laughs> um, now, what do you think will be like? What was the biggest challenge that you had to to make or that you had in your career like so far? The biggest challenge, um, I would say, when I was in Turkey, um, in terms of biggest challenge, like being tough, you know, um, I can say I, I made not a mistake, but I, looking back at it, uh, maybe I would, you know, do it differently. But also, in a way, what happened to me in Turkey is that I'm, I'm happy because I went that path with that and down that road you know because um, it made me think differently you know it, it showed me that uh, you cannot take anything for, for granted you need to always be on your 100% because you know football is like that if you don't perform um, people just forget about you yeah. um, so you always need to put I mean look at um, you know now we're talking about Zlatan and uh, just look at him he's been you know Um, playing on a high level for so long and now comes back to Milan and you know scoring again yeah. being on his top so you know what I mean um, that's what also you know makes uh, players so big you know and uh, looking back at Turkey um, I was a little bit I got a, bit, a little bit relaxed to be honest uh, wasn't that hungry um, so it was really difficult of You know, like the very really difficult moment, not playing the games, and okay. you know, being in a country where not so many people talk English. So okay. it was a little bit, you know, um, tough, so to say. Uh, but you know, it. I think it just made me stronger. Uh, I went through it. Um, went back home to Serbia for uh, six months on loan and started training hard again, uh, getting fit, um, starting to play good. Then I went to Denmark and, uh, you know start rising again mm -hmm. um, so um, I would say Turkey was my biggest challenge um, and I went through it um, so now I'm back on the track as well so you say you went through it like can you describe a bit more about like how did you make it through it was it like when you talk with your family or friend did you understand and get motivated again and be like what am I doing like you know it's so easy to get um, it's so easy to get to get like mentally let's say not broken but you know mentally down it's so easy you know like to say okay this is not working out you know I don't want to I don't want to play football anymore I don't mm -hmm. want to do this I don't want to do that um, and that kind of like moment I had in Turkey and you also realize that because so many people they they say obviously people think it's about the money you know and so many people come and say oh yeah you didn't play Um, you were sitting on a bench but you earned money like yeah. for that amount of money like I would sit on the bench any day in the week yeah. but they don't understand that you know at that time I realized that money is not important yeah. I mean for me it was not really important at all but at that time I really realized that you know like so it doesn't really matter if you earn 2 million per year or you know 2,000 a month or whatever um, it's about playing yeah. doing what you like and being happy you know at the place where you are yeah. so in in Turkey I wasn't happy and uh, it was it was really difficult 
um, with not playing. But then I went home. I started training with my uh, personal coach uh, back then and started playing in Rad again uh, okay. for six months. And it uh, gave me, you know, the motivation came back, the work ethic came back. Um, you know, in Turkey, it was hard to, like, continue working, you know, because I, I was thinking, like, if I work out or not, I'm still not going to play. Okay. So I had that mentality, which okay. was not good. Okay. Um, so then I went back home to Serbia and my mentality changed a little bit. Um, and looking back at it, it actually helped me last year in Hammerby because mm. I was not playing that much, but I never quit the last okay. year. I always, even though if I was not playing, I was in the gym. I was always doing extra work. I was training individually, knowing about my mistakes that I made mm -hmm. in Turkey. And then when I actually got a chance in September last year to play for Hammerby from the from the start, from yeah. the, in the first 11, I scored some goals and yeah. we made some big wins. And, you know, then you feel, you see that the people actually appreciate it and you feel more happy when you see it came back to you. Yeah, that, and that's what I said previously, meaning if you give it your all to football, if you devote yourself, it's going to come back anyways. If not today, maybe in a month, maybe in a year, you never know. But it's gonna come back for sure. Mm -hmm. um, so that's what I mean um, by you know the biggest challenge I had in Turkey and uh, not feeling good about uh, football and uh, training. So now I have a different approach and different uh, look at it, different angle. Um, so it's a uh, it's a lesson that I learned. Yeah, that's that's what we heard a lot. Like you have to fail a bit to you have to fail to learn and to grow and to go forward. Definitely, definitely. I mean, I of I often think about, you know, the, for example, Messi and Cristiano. They were, they are amazing for the mm -hmm. past fifteen years, twenty years. You know, like they've been on top. They're just changing on who's better yeah. each year, and that's something that I don't really, I don't really get it. You know, like it's so hard. You need to be so strong mentally. You need to be bulletproof. You know, like. To wake up each day and train and you know be so devoted and hungry and yeah. it's amazing um, so that I think the the mental strength is what makes the big players different than the average yeah. ones, so to say average ones yeah. you know um, so if you're strong mentally you're gonna achieve a lot um, but you should always be you should always be happy with what you're doing yeah. you should always be you know you need to love what you're doing in order to do it well. Of course. So if you don't want to do it and you don't like doing something, it doesn't matter if it's sports or not. Um, rarely you'll succeed. Yeah. So. And in Turkey, did you have a moment where you wanted to give up and you wanted, you were like, okay, I'm done with soccer. Like, this <laughs> is it, you know? <laughs> no, nah, I mean, I never had that. I never had that moment in my head where I said, I'm done with soccer. Yeah. Like, uh, soccer. Soccer. I yeah. say soccer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> American, no, oh, yeah. no problem. Uh, I never had this moment in my head like, yeah, I'm going to quit football. Like, I'm not going to play that. Uh, because it's my life. It's mm -hmm. what I like doing. It's what I play for, for fun because I love it. So I never had that. But I've been thinking about, you know, I'm, you know, I'm going to go home and play in some club just for fun. And, yeah. you know, like having this joy of just enjoying football again you know um, because I was not enjoying it in, in Turkey at all um, 
but I was never about quitting. Um, I, I guess um, that's how I am. I'm just, I don't want to quit whatever I'm doing. I'm, you know, I want to go through it and um, because there is a big reward at the end when you cool. succeed or when you go through whatever you do. Um, if there's no reward, you will have self-reward, you know, like you would feel happy Better, and yeah. whatever you do. Um, so it's, um, I was never thinking about quitting. Yeah. It's my life. <laughs> so I can't quit on myself. Being a professional today and for the past few years, do you consider yourself as a role model? Like, because obviously like you have people from like now, Amarbi or like the youth and stuff that look up to you. Like, is it something that you think about um, when you're on the field or even when you're on the street? Um, yeah, it's easy to forget though. You know, it's easy because um, obviously for me, also when I came to Malmo, it happened so fast as we said. And um, it's just like, because it, when I was playing in Serbia, I, like we didn't have... A fan base like that mm -hmm. and nobody was like coming and asking for autographs or pictures or so I got to Malmo and it just started you know with this and I was like okay <laughs> I, I was kind of like prepared for it but not really yeah. um, and uh, obviously now in Hammerby is even bigger so uh, definitely you know a role model for some and um, I'm, I feel really happy when I hear people saying that, oh, my son is so inspired by you. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, thank you for doing this. Thank you for doing that. Um, but it's so easy to forget. It's so easy to, you know, forget that you are representing first your club, first Hammerby, you know, wherever you go, you represent Hammerby mm -hmm. and then you represent yourself as a role model, you know. So you need to also be a little bit uh, careful, obviously, with what you say, how you behave. Uh, it can It can be like... And misinterpreted, you know. Of course. Um, so I always try to um, to uh, at least be positive, you know, and be happy when I meet people, when I talk to them, try to give some good advices and uh, to the kids as well. And uh, it means so much to them, um, and I understand because I've been one, <laughs> and I am one, you know. So it means, uh, you know, it means so much to them, and I'm happy yeah. if I can uh, make them happy. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, overall, what do you think, like? football and sport in general like taught you as a like person like and what lesson like do you remember from sport like and playing soccer or uh, football well uh, the big lesson I learned is we talked about it it's that whatever you do you need to you need to uh, have passion for it in order to work so um, that's what football had made me uh, learn throughout the years because I've seen so many football players that don't want it enough you know and they're just there for either for money or you know for different reasons um, and it just didn't work for them and then they you know I, I had so many friends that played with me and now they are you know lawyers doctors whatever yeah. and then when we talk you know you always share those experiences and you learn through them so at least football has taught me that to um, you know um, work hard uh, never quit on what you like what you love to do and uh, be patient um, that's one of the lessons that I learned also um, this 
being patient you know um, wait for wait for the right moment and be prepared mm-hmm. and besides that be kind to uh, be kind to people be be happy joyful you know because it's uh, it's what it's all about you know there's too much going on in the world today and uh, I don't want to talk about it too much um, <laughs> you know like world peace and stuff I don't yeah. want to get into that but you know it's it's um, it's a fact that there's too much hate going on mm. uh, people are you know especially social media people are just waiting to f- flame someone and of write course. bad stuff yeah. Yeah. so uh, um, you know you should uh, be kind, be kind yeah. to one another and be happy and uh, it means so much to someone when you when you when you say good things to them and as you know this channel and this like what we're doing it's about sharing um, professional athlete story and showing that everybody's journey is different if you had one advice to give to the people that are watching that can be about sport that can be about anything but one advice that you can give them um, that can help them to achieve what they want to achieve what will it be it would be do what you love um, do what you love and uh, stay happy and positive yeah you know because I think those are those are the, the the most important things to do what you like love and uh, to be happy while doing that because if you're happy everything is much easier you know um, and if you're doing what you love it's um, just a plus so um, I think that advice would I give to people that are listening Thank you. So that was the last question. So we just want to give you a big thanks for meeting with us today and uh, we wish you all the best for this season and uh, for the future season. Thank you. And uh, yeah, it was a pleasure being a part in it. And uh, as I said, I really like the idea behind it and I hope you guys go through with it um, and, uh, you know, reaching big players and big opportunities, big athletes and uh, you know, spreading the, the, the idea and the message um, of, of, you know, the athletes in the world. So it's, it's a really good thing that you're doing this. So thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode with Vladimir Rodic. We hope you liked it. The way he spoke about his journey and the importance of doing what you love was super inspiring and hopefully gives us all another perspective on what's most important in life. If you want to listen to our five other episodes from season one, you can find them on our YouTube channel. Season two will feature a very exciting range of guests and all episodes will be in English and in podcast format. The season will air later this fall, but until then, you can follow us on our Instagram at empowerment.courage. Thank you and we'll see you soon.